Lime, duh. Oh, 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 yeah, 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 yeah. Wow, 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 wow. Yeah, let's do it again, baby. of wrestling podcast a podcast where comedians and they shake the wrestling to an unhealthy degree not changing my lifestyle i'm four or five women every, every day, day of my life, life. i'm damn black <laughs> what am i saying <laughs> i completely forgot how this goes this is about to happen <laughs> this is staying in this is staying in uh uh I'm your host. It's I'm your host. I'm your host. The host with the most viral stand-up about professional wrestling. This is hot. Oh, Dead Black, a.k.a. Dunsky, Black Amora, a.k.a. Donny Wrestling. Clap, clap for myself. Donny Wrestling. Oh, a little bit of the bubbly. A.k.a. the modern day goof. Raja. Thanks for nothing. You're dismissed. Bye-bye. <laughs> uh, <I can> <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> I, I'm so off. Uh, coming at you like Cleopatra. Baby, baby. Gabba, gabba, we. Gabba, gabba, we. Gabba, we. Yeah, yeah. Gabba, gabba, this girl, gabba, she's mine. Wow. Wow. That is called not your best work. You know, should I, wait, listen. All right, before we get into it, let me just let's, let me just get him on the line here so we can just discuss what just happened. That was a definitive shock to the system. Wow. Okay. Uh so look with oh. with me here not in studio from across oh. the country at Jabroni Town. <laughs> the <laughs> the king of Long Island himself, Mr. Nick too terrible. AK we used to be terrible too low. What is all <laughs> oh, that? Dude. We got it. Should, we I, got re- it. should, we got- should I restart the pod? Uh, dude, I don't know, man. I, I don't. <laughs> wow, that was something, dude. That was. I, and the best part is, is I can't hear the drops, so it is just so all over the place. <laughs> I'm trying to like. I'm thinking you're doing drops. I can't hear the drops. I don't know what's going on. And, just, and then you just start losing it. Holy motherfucking just shit! Just for our new listeners, that intro is not that much better than that most weeks. I will say. <laughs> but hey, guys, before we talk about all things wrestling, I mean, I'm probably just so fired up for. The amp yeah. from this insane, this insane <laughs> world we're living in right now of pro wrestling, <laughs> uh, where uh, uh, you know uh, maybe I just I'm, I'm tongue tied, maybe I'm tongue twisted, maybe I'm numb, maybe who knows <laughs> who, who could know, maybe I'm stunned, maybe I, you know what I mean. <laughs> Maybe you hear voices in your head. Maybe I hear voices in my head. They talk to me, and uh, they are my friend. I don't know what it is. You know what I mean? Or maybe I maybe I took a, maybe I maybe I accidentally didn't go to my house. 
I accidentally <sighs> pulled up to the Firefly Funhouse. Maybe that's where you are right now. Maybe it's all <laughs> just a figment of your imagination. Oh, there, Jamie yeah. Lee, my wife, popping in. Jamie, you have anything to say? Wow. Hi. <laughs> hey. You want to give him a gobble wee? Gobble wee. Uh, <laughs> all, right. all right, all right, all right, wow, way to kick it off, everybody here. Okay, look, before we get into all the spiciness, because I mean, whew, I mean it's good. It's, that's a hell of a start. It's a hell of a start. It's a hell of a start. We might still start over. Uh, the verdict's out, but uh, if you want to support this show, you can see we need support. <laughs> Go to patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Remember, you get access to our bonus episodes and the way we're doing the show is our normal episode covering and listen i'm glad we structured it this way because i don't know how we're gonna get through everything <laughs> i mean the wrestling world is uh is, is insane right now it's on fire it's fucking amazing it's as amazing as we expected it to be it's great but essentially uh the main episode which will cover raw and smackdown and also just blend everything kind of together our main episode will come out on wednesday on your way to work okay this uh, that'll Holy start shot. that'll start next week okay but our okay. bonus <laughs> patreon episode which will cover AEW dynamite and nxt the show on wednesday nxt <laughs> and nxt what would it be nxt be Dolomite, NXT, uh, Dola, NXT Titanium. Wow, I'm off so. today. I promise you, I'm hilarious. I swear to fucking God, I'm funny. Okay, keep drinking yeah. this coffee over here. Yeah, uh, that, that'll be covered. That'll come out on Friday mornings on your way to the hoagie shop on your way into work. That's on Patreon. Five bucks a month. That's all you got to pay, and you get access to our bonus episodes where we will cover the fucking world of AEW. But it will blend into this stuff too, so don't flip out. Okay. Also, remember the cheapest way to support this pod. Give us fucking five stars a lot of you jabronis yeah. just taking this pod for granted and you know what? i'll fan out this shit tomorrow yeah <laughs> absolutely uh and spread the word of the podcast as wrestling is growing um we are growing it's dope and uh but we are you know i always say we are more than anything word of mouth we're not part of a big network that tells us how long our pod should be when pods should go up we can change it and adjust because we have that kind of freedom and that's from your support so help the podcast grow go to patreon.com slash comedians wrestling and you can help uh help it out also you can pick us our, our merch pro wrestling tees.com slash comedians of wrestling i don't plug that yeah. that much because the kickback is so small but hey if if you need a teach. Hey. <laughs> yeah, a, but it's free advertising though. Absolutely. And then people go to shows and absolutely. post pictures. It all ends up working out. Mm. Anyway, dude. Dude. Uh, <laughs> dude. Uh, remind me at some point in this podcast to tell talk about my. Well, I mean, what are the corners we have that we be like? Uh, we talk about non the non wrestling the non wrestling oh. wrestling corner. Okay. The non, yeah, yeah. Non wrestling. Okay. So anyway, <laughs> we've coming off right now. This podcast, we're we're gonna talk about. I mean, SmackDown live on Fox. Unbelievable! I have it on right now in the background. But I will say that has show had the Rock on it. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's amazing. The show was <laughs> the show was top notch. There's so much to say about how fucking great it is. It is not yeah. the first thing that I want to talk about. No, which is unbelievable, which is actually unbelievable. Uh, the thing I want to talk about is Hell in a Cell finish. Um, yes, Seth Rollins I mean, versus The Fiend. I think we have to lead on it. We have to lead with it because this thing, <sighs> this thing blew my fucking mind. Uh, 
So you know I have so, you know so, yeah. so, so, so many thoughts on it. And I don't know how to even prioritize them because they're so important. But let me tell you, the first thing we got to say, we always have to take a step back. And mm-hmm. remember yes. that we're watching a television show, okay? Yes. And that not only are we watching a television show, we're watching professional wrestling, yeah. which is designed to get you talking. And sometimes that's by that's through frustration. Sometimes that's through bad, just bad, yes. right? Mm-hmm. And there is always a part of this, and I think it's more for pro wrestling than anything else, right? Because. Because like the Game of Thrones ending, I just want to jump there for a sec, right? That was bad. The best way, yeah. that, that was bad, right? But that uh-huh. also was bad at the expense of, like, there was no positive from that. <laughs> I no, don't think yeah. somebody was like, "Oh, I'm going to turn." I'm, I'm no. When you when you end a show poorly, that makes yes. people who would watch it down the line not even tune in. right? Like, yeah. so my wife never True. watched Game of Thrones. She was like, "I heard it ended like shit," so now I don't have to watch it. You yeah. know what I'm saying? <laughs> So actually on TV shows, there's actually a negative thing about wrestling is that it never ends. No, it never. It never ends. <laughs> so they have the opportunity to write it into some kind of brilliant thing where they call back later. Oh, so so actually it should affect how you see moments in wrestling. But it seems like um, everybody gets so worked by it where they forget that wrestling, they have such freedom to make stuff work. You yes. know, and that's always uh-huh. my first thought. So when I see attention. I think, oh, that's a great success for the company. The fact that everyone was talking about this. I was getting texts from so many people about the ending of Hell in a Cell. More than Fox. More than Fox SmackDown and Fox. Yes. (laughs) Now, um, Now, you can make the argument that some of our listeners, two listeners that we had posted, had... One, one uh, Semitic superstar, Jacob Levitt, and yes. my buddy uh, Sammy, he had texted me, said they both had canceled the network because of this finish. Okay. That's wow. Yeah. I mean. So my, my thought is like, okay. And, and then before we even get into the creative of the actual finish and the, and, and the thought and my thoughts on it right. is, <laughs> is. Look, canceling the network is a tough go because yeah, you're, there's no chance that's permanent, <laughs> right? I mean, like, are you gonna? Just, are you really? I mean, we do have a competitor now, right? And 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 I haven't seen AEW tonight yet, but I know you watched. And from what I'm hearing, they're doing a nice job of being an alternative. You know, it was it was insane, dude. It was it was really good. We won't get into details, but I'll just let you know. Well, we're gonna talk. Was, we're gonna talk about it tomorrow night. Yeah, it was. I'm just letting you know. On the Patreon app. What a what a what a second episode, and and you know what? It's not just that NXT two. Wednesday night is the coolest shit ever, and now we get to go back and relive our misery and everybody else's misery. So let's talk right. about it. <laughs> you're not gonna like so. Basically, what you're saying. So let's say at the the most conservative. Uh, that means that you're gonna cancel it until Mania. You'll sign back up for Mania. Who are you for? Yeah, like? most, yeah, so yeah. it's we're talking at like sixty dollars. So for them to do something that gets people talking, is that worth sixty dollars per a person? I don't know. I would have to ask some kind of businessman for this kind of assessment. But yeah, I, I think you. ultimately, I think the common fan, most fan, the average fan, is gonna. It's gonna. The reaction to that is, I got to see what happens on Monday. <laughs> 
it's so true. <laughs> right? So yeah. I think ultimately this was a win. Now, not to mention they did some things that I think are terrible. And I would lo- I, 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 I know you're going to have some disagreement on some stuff and I really want to get into it. And we're going to yes. find we're going to find time to get into it because I, I actually I, think- I would like to. I would like to say, Dan, and I, I know I think it's mm-hmm. a good, like, this is a good speaking point to have before we get into it, is that yeah. uh, I'm really excited to dissect this, and I'm really excited to actually, uh, you know, voice my, my voice my opinion on this because uh, I think what, how I come off as a fan is I'm a WWE guy. I defend WWE to the tooth and nail. I'm like, I'll defend it to the end of the world. Right. It will, it will never be bad in my eyes. And that's not just, that's not really it. Like I enjoy all wrestling and I support it and defend it because I really think it's really incredible. And, but in, when I take a step back from all of it, I realize I love it so much because it's something I loved from as being a kid, you know, right. and now I'm still enjoying it as an adult which not many things translate over this period of time for you to go from loving it as a kid to now. So when I see people like getting really, really upset about this, I'm like, wow, that's crazy (laughs) that you could be this upset about something you hold so true and dear to your heart. So like, let's get into it. Let's dissect it because there's so many levels to this. It's like never ending, you know, like, it can go so many different ways. My thing is that I applaud them for trying something cool. Now, yes, that does not that is not mutually exclusive from the fact that you have two ways of looking at this: the mark or the smart route, right? Right. You can look at it like, wow, they really backed themselves into a corner and had to figure something out, right? Right. Yep. And there is that is there is a definitive element of truth to that, right? Yes. My guess is <laughs> yeah. how this went down. How this went down yep. was Vince was like, all right, let's book that match because that'll be cool in a cell. And then yep. he didn't know what the finish should be. And then the day of, they're like, what do we do? <laughs> you know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. That's my yeah. guess how this went down, right? I yeah. don't I don't know for sure. So you are correct in thinking like, oh, wow, like the they they there's not enough thought for what's going on here, right? Right. right. So there, there's, there's yeah. thought there. But at the same time, this match was completely... This up. Uh, hold on a sec. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. That was my wife just telling me she ordered uh, Roscoe's chicken and waffles. <laughs> okay. Wow, anyway. that's <laughs> fucking incredible. <laughs> Holy shit. That's my favorite fucking meal in the world. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, my God. And now everyone knows. And then she sent me a dinosaur emoji with its head yes. exploding. Anyway, yeah. guys, can we cut that out? No? We don't have Okay. No. We can't We're cut that out. That. We can't cut that out. Well, listen, if you want stuff like that cut out, head over to patreon.com. Yeah. Yeah. Wrestling. But what I'm saying is that ultimately uh, uh, what they did was something completely new and really fucking cool in a lot, a lot of ways. Now, yeah. here's the thing about it. I don't know where to begin on it. I don't know what's the most important, really, when you break it down. So we're just going to, you know. But Okay. Let's talk about just the feeling of watching this match. First off, the red light was so fucking dope. I, I couldn't have loved it anymore. Like, and I can understand why it can bother some people. Did, did that Fine. bother somebody? Because I heard no one I, I, talk about that. I know, I know there was a lot of people that were, like, not into it. They thought it was stupid. They couldn't believe they had to watch the red light. To me, why? Why? Like, 
That I, I, I actually, I actually I think there's I, no argument for that. There, the, yeah. the fiend character is something that we've never seen that they're trying stuff. And also, okay, let's say there is something you've seen. It's in the ilk of like Kane and, and Undertaker. We try that <laughs> stuff. Now I'm someone right. who I thought the house of horrors match was cool. I, yeah. I love that. I thought that was really cool, especially because how many re regular wrestling matches do we have to have? We can't try other things. There's no, no you yeah. tell me there's no creative space for this stuff. Get the fuck out of here. I mean, I, I don't want to say wrestling and, fans are, the wrestling fans are some of the most like rigid minded yeah. people. Some of them. I'm like, why don't you just go watch sports? There's tons of sports out there where literally they just, it's the same fucking bullshit every single time, every, right? Every single it's time, the yeah. same sport. The rules are the same every, every time. Yeah. Why? Why like, would? And you have to understand that. Like I'm really, truly, honestly believe that I, I can say like 95% of that match was all Bray's idea. You know, like, so, yeah, you that, know, let's do the red lighting. Uh, this is how it's going to go down. I want Seth to try and kill me. Like, you know, how can we make it work? Like, I, I just I don't. The thing that really gets me is I don't get what people were expecting was going to happen. We all knew that, you know, they're going into this draft and, you know, Bray, Bray could Bray be champion? Sure, I guess. But could they take the title? No, he Seth? could. No, he not could really. He they could not come be up champion. They had to come up with some kind of way to schmoz this up and end it. Did they do it the right way? Uh, no, probably not. But I remember saying it very clearly. Like, they're going to find a way for Bray to walk out of there without winning the title but still looking strong. But the problem was is right. that the way they went about it made Seth's finishers look like shit. And Bray looked weak. But then in the end, he comes back to life. And what is, you know, and then all yeah, this stuff. Yeah, but here's the, referee, the deal. He, no, no, I know, but, but I'm saying here's the deal. So what I'm right. saying from my, I, I want to break it down Let's piece go. by piece. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. all right, watching the match live, I love the red light. I, I don't, love I don't, it. I don't understand. I love the projections at 33. I was there live. They shocked me. I thought they were really cool. That match stuff, yeah. but I'm like all about Bray Wyatt trying stuff. Why is it okay yes. for the Undertaker but no other wrestler? I don't understand. Okay, yeah, right, right, um, right. I think it's really cool, and I can continue like keep burning down houses, keep buying local houses near the arena and destroying them please WB I love it yeah. okay yes. that's great that's stuff I like but watching it okay watching the match I thought it was really cool I thought Seth looked awesome in the red light oh, I thought that the fiend looked legitimately scary which we talk about I think so good that uh, I, I think the mallet out, is actually like it's so fucking perfect it's just like oh he's Pennywise he's 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 yeah. he's the, he's right from a horror film it's yep. amazing, and it really works. And Bray's wrestling style completely complements it. I yep. love that. Particularly, I love that headbutt. So much working. Here's yep. the thing. When Seth started stomping in that match, oh my God, the, I the crowd. started to boo. That's the truth. Yep. Is that it, The audience started to boo, and I didn't. It, I naturally was like, fuck this. I really yep. was like, fuck this. They're just going to. And we had just seen Seth stomp Braun Strowman like 40 times, right? Yeah. Yep. So, and Brock. Look, and Brock. And Brock. The, the curb stomp is dead. That is dead. true. The curb stomp, I mean, like, look. Well, they, well I, I kind of like the, so the only here, 
This is me defending it. And I just it, want one thing. Nothing is ever yeah. dead because wrestling never ends. That's what you yeah, guys right. have to remember. They can milk, yeah. they can bring the curb stomp back. But just like, look at the difference in, in AEW right now, what, what Jericho is doing with the Judas effect and yeah. the stomp. Like, it is cool that you know when Jericho hits that, <laughs> it's that weak ass elbow. No one's getting up from it. No, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, everybody's yeah. dead. What were you saying? Well, I kind of, the only reason why, I mean, they did too many, but what I liked how they told it was they went through like, they went through like this poetic story of like, he had a, you know, he, it took four stomps to beat, uh, you know, Braun Strowman or whatever. Right. So he figured, I got to use this against Bright. And he did it, and it didn't work. And he's like, "Fuck, I gotta use like eight of them." And he did it, and it didn't work. And then, and he, then he hit him with a pedigree, right? And there's like this poetic story, and I'll give like Tony Shade a little credit for this too, is because we came up with it kind of together. But there's like this poetic story of him not becoming Triple H, you know, like he doesn't want to be Triple H, you know. It's like, but he uses the pedigree, and that doesn't work. And then he has to go for the fucking sledgehammer, and he knows that. If he uses a sledgehammer, he's going to become everything that he's trying not to be. He's trying to be this face. And then he uses it, and he's just pushed to his limits and beyond comprehension. So, like, Okay, so you, uh, you just brought up my next point. Right. You just hit on my, ne- my next point. And, again, I don't know what order these go in. But no, just let's, keep going. Let's go well, good, yeah. probably good, bad, good, bad is yeah. the way to do it. Is Yeah, you saw, first off, we saw some of our best acting out of Seth Rollins oh as a face. Oh my right? so good. We saw him conflicted and successfully what I said, what they needed from this match, and what Seth Rollins needed as a character was his Joker, was his foil. And yeah. if we walked out of this match setting up a feud of Rollins is fucking scared of the fiend, right? Mm-hmm. Then yeah. we've had a success. And right now we actually have a successful Batman Joker story happening in WWE. Believable. That he, Seth, gave in and went too far. He pushed him. And then when you yes. see the fact that it didn't actually even hurt Bray that much, it yeah, makes it yeah. even worse. It's like, I did all that for nothing. Right. And that and that's what I thought was that's where they just missed it. If they would have just had Seth really snap and be like, I got to get the hell out of here. And he like ran to the cage and he was like begging to get out. And then he found like bolt cutters and or, you know, and then climbed to the top of the cage, uh, the, the cell, did something where he really snapped like and escaped, you know, and ran off into the fucking dark. And we don't see Seth and the Universal Champions missing for like two weeks. He doesn't show up to the draft. They could have really sold that angle of it, you know, like. So it's tough just, because you, I know you don't want to make him. It's it's almost better if they could have sold it that truly like Joker or Batman. Like so let's go let's yeah. break down the movie Dark Knight, right? So that happens right, right, Joker right. literally standing in the middle of the street. It's this scene gives me goosebumps to talk about. It is oh one of my God. favorite scenes in this history of cinema. Is Joker stands in the middle yeah. of the street, he's just takes out a knife. That's all he has. Yeah. And that, he me. just says, yeah. Hit me. He's just like, hit me. hit me. I want you to hit me. He's like, yo, and he's like, I'm not going to move. Just hit me with the bike. Do it. Yeah, break, yeah. break your own rule. I'll show you that you are full of shit. You're just as yeah. bad as me. You're another yeah. guy fighting in a cage. Sorry, bro. You have no moral compass over me. Nothing. Right? It's so and this is the good. version of that if Batman hit him with the bike. It's right. And, yeah. it, and it didn't do anything. It made him stronger. You know what I mean? Uh So ultimately, you do have something that's really cool. Here is the problem. The problem is that this is 
Bray Wyatt's second match as the Fiend. Uh, this is he's not he has not been booked strong enough that taking him down felt like anything other than he, there. Oh, he's jobbing like we he's not had a strong well, run. It, well, it, the problem was, is that they leaked it. They were showing it at those house shows. If they don't show Seth doing all those stomps. Right. Right. And Bray getting up from him and coming back. And we get totally surprised by that. Uh, where that ending might probably gets a different kind of reaction. Like, holy shit, he can't kill Bray. What the fuck is he going to do, you know? But everybody knew that Bray was this guy that, you know, already saw, we already saw it. Right, we but we, didn't, we it. didn't, this match didn't even sell The Fiend strong enough even in the match. Like, it had some good spots, but, like, he pulls out right. the mallet, and then the mallet spot goes, it's the first time we've seen the mallet in a match. That spot yeah. is in Rollins' favor. He hits yeah. him with it, and then he slams uh, his face like on the mallet or whatever. I'm he like, stomps him on it. He stomps him on it, right? It's like <laughs> they, they didn't let they, they, they made it like there have fiend be more of a nuisance than an actual uh, powerhouse. Now that is cool because it might be like it might be like that is what he is. He is the Joker of WWE, mm-hmm. which is what I mm-hmm. always wanted from Bray Wyatt. I mean, go back yes. on this podcast, which Christopher Albright is doing. Maybe you can yeah. find that clip of me where I'm always like pitching how Bray Wyatt should be like a cancer of the WWE. You know what I mean? That never came yeah. to fruition. But I just think like, not only do we not see enough fiend wrestling to, to see that like he's strong and this just happened to be like Seth got him. I don't even remember I and I rewatched it. I don't remember how the the whole stomp uh, scenario started. Like it felt pretty out of nowhere. He just got him. He yeah, no just, problem. Uh, he like super kicked him like a bunch of times, and then he just fucking he just got the him. Stomp on. So yeah, it's like the fiend is like just pretty seems pretty easily beatable. Yeah, and the, but then some of the times the fiend kicked out at one, and they're like no sell it. Like well, let's talk times, about the no sell. So no selling. I mean. It's not not a problem in wrestling. Like it, you know, it's a it's it's weird. It is. It definitely felt weird. It feels. It was weird. just all. It was just all over the place. Right. Like, and you know what? I think that's what I kind of liked about it. Because here's the uh, also here's another huge element to me in the watching experience. And I think this is important to bring up. Was that. I didn't watch it live. I was at a, I was at the. Uh, I don't want to say it. You'll yell at me, but I was at a hockey game, and uh, that's and disgusting. I, well, let me tell you why. I was actually suffering some wrestling <laughs> fatigue from all the wrestling that well, went that's on that fair. week. I, I mean, that's like, something we should kind of talk about. <laughs> I was like, I was like, you know what? I don't mind missing. I'm just gonna turn my notifications off. I'm not gonna get spoiled. Right. And I get a text from Erin, and she's like, I had to shut down the thread. Like things got out of control. I'm like, what the hell happened? Now I have all this stuff on my mind. What the fuck happened in this match that the world is rioting like on WWE and protesting Whoa. WWE? What happened so on the I, thread? By the way, you can join our Facebook group, Community Wrestling Facebook yeah. group. If you're not on there, I don't know. It, I don't know what you're doing. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's, I don't know what you're doing. But so this uh, probably won't be the best promotion of it ever. But like things got a little out of control. People started really well, getting. Well, to be honest. The this the fiend character is like our really like civil group. Got it? Like he turned things on his head. Like it's yeah. fucking and cool. The, uh-huh. <laughs> and the element of the match, the red lights, the craziness of it. Like we've seen this. Like that's what this the, the Jerry's bootcamp match. The new Joker movie is literally about that. It's about no spoilers. Like, I haven't seen it yet. 
and I haven't seen it either, but it's just about insight. It's like this, I forgot what someone said it was. It was this like, um, not viral, but like, uh, like almost like a mob mentality. Like when everybody just gets behind something and just all at once and everybody's like, Oh my God, this sucks. And you get kind of caught up and you're like, yeah, this does suck. And then you're like, fight the system, you know? And like, that's what was happening. And then people were trying to defend it. And then they were getting angry that people were, didn't like it. And it just turned into like a fucking war. Well, here's (laughs) the question. Here's the question in wrestling. Is the fan response something that the writer should should care about in that way? Like, obviously, like in some ways, obviously, yes. We I'm not getting into that, but like the fact that wrestling fans seem to be like pretty rigid sometimes, where like if they're booing something, it might almost be a good thing, you know, or also it might be when you're doing something new. So I don't, you know, I mean, I can't imagine what. Yeah, it's, I don't it's, know. Such a, you know why? Because it's such a weird time for this, for something like that to happen. Because now with AEW coming around, so like you know, different types of fans, they they're they're uh, you know they're promoting this different thing. So now when something sucks from WWE and the motive and the narrative that's being pushed for this new company is that you know you've been treated like shit as fans, and we're going to give you something else. And then something like this happens, and then all of a sudden it catches on. Everybody's like, yeah, fuck WWE, AEW's back. And it's just like, we've never had this before. Right. It was just always us, you know, blindly kind of sometimes defending WWE because it's wrestling and it's awesome. But like now there's legit points to be made of why, like, holy well, shit, maybe, maybe WWE is fucking, thinks they can just do whatever the fuck they want and just keep getting away with it. And, you know, he starts saying this stuff. Yeah, maybe I shouldn't be defending it to, you know, like, to the T like for this guy like this stuff anymore and but like like you said like so I'm like watching this with all this crazy knowing that something nuts is going on I'm like this is pretty wild and all of a sudden I see the the crowd turning and I'm like what's gonna happen I don't know and and I'm so freaked the fuck out by this match and what's going on that my emotions were all over the place so I couldn't really understand but then I'm like holy shit he like hypnotized Bray Wyatt has done it He's hypnotized and like manipulated the crowd, like to the point where people are like pissed off, you know, like to a to a new level. Like this was all new. I've never seen it like this before. Yeah, I mean, I think uh, I think that. Well, you bring up a couple of a couple of my other points. I have a million points on this thing. So many. So like, okay, there is whether you liked it or not, or you have some kind of problem with it. You know what I mean? There is an undeniable next level element to what went down. It yes. was far from perfect, but I w- I'm watching what's going on with The Fiend for a completely different reason than I'm watching Me any too. other wrestler. Me too, yes. And so that's incredible. And also, again, if you didn't like how something worked, kayfabe-wise, all they had to do on Monday was open the show with Vince firing that ref. Okay? Now let's get... Yeah. right. Let's and talk about the no contest in a cell. The no right, contest so in a cell. I have the ref and uh, explanation of what he did. So he when you want me to read it, it yeah. Where? Twitter? Was, uh, uh, it says, Hell in Cell main event referee Rod Zapata. I don't know if it was a quote, <laughs> an interview, yeah. or what they, right? So it says, 
with Bray motionless and Seth clearly doing whatever it was going to take to win that match, I had to think of the competitor's safety. And at that moment, I did what I thought was best. Well, so then so Seth won, right? No, because he just he's saying he's just stopped the match. Yeah, like, wouldn't that just be a, a submission? That's like that would be a submission. I think he's just saying a no, you know, a no contest. I don't know. Well, like, there's that, no contest. Means somebody the, went into hell, and this is this know. is. So People here's the thing that I think is inexcusable right. about this match is like that. It's like, it just doesn't make sense. Like, it's hell in a cell. It's like where anything can happen. Everything goes far. And then it's like, oh, no contest. And then like, there's no, if it, if I would like this, if this story was like, this ref's like throwing up and he's like, I can't stomach it. I got to go. You know what well, I'm saying? You know, in that moment, there was really, really cool things going on. Like, I was like, what the fuck is he saying to him? And he's yelling, Seth. You don't want to do this. You really going to do this? You going to kill this man? Is this what you want to yeah. do? Yeah. And he, so started, it, he calls it, it, him it Colby. He calls him Colby. He goes, Colby, are you really going to do this? Like, really? He's speaking, Didn't see he's that. Break, breaking caving. Like, he said, Colby, are oh, you, you really want to do this? I actually so, love like, that. I love that. You know, so in that moment, it's really fucking awesome. Yeah, I actually, yeah. But I feel like the, Seth should win though, right? Seth should have been the winner. Yeah, yeah, but then at that point, like, there was no outcome to this match that was going to satisfy anybody, like, at all. It was going to be something bad. Oh, look at this. Now, you know, Bray's the champion. Bray wins, right? Bray's the champion. Seth is done, you know, or Seth, of course, Seth wins. Seth always wins. Seth isn't cool. He's not a good champion. Oh, a no contest or a disqualification. Oh, another Hell in a Cell ends this way. They were just fucked. They had nothing they can do and there's nobody to blame but WWE for it, it this, but it could be because well, how do you, you feel know, about Matt, this okay well, how do you feel about this booking he goes to do it he's like gonna hit him with that sledgehammer the ref is like so grossed out by it the ref jumps on the pile Seth hits him with the fucking mallet <laughs> fucking Jesus Christ and then, Seth, and then he Seth's like I can't believe it look how far he pushed me that I actually hurt an innocent man the complete yeah. opposite of my goal and then Seth takes bolt cutters cuts it and just leaves what about that yes anything <laughs> I just listen God, with like a, listen I, I'll say this about this I the, I think it's actually a really cool story that like the ref had to call it he's like this is just too far I have to call yeah, it but I, I have to go right. by my initial feeling is when I saw that I, that didn't actually read to me I was just like what a cell like I've been watching cells my whole life like a fucking it like it's such a bad precedent to set up the cell it kills the cell like it's yeah. that's at the expense of the, the match year, of the you know, style of match se- it's the second year in a row too because brock ripped off the door last year you know so it's like now people are like yeah what happened back. last year brock showed up who was who was in that match that's when they were on the top Bro. right and like i remember ziggler was up there with like mcintyre who was in there oh it was rain Strowman, right rain Strowman, yeah for the for the title i guess and right? then how did that match end it just ended. It just like ended, right? Brock oh caused destruction. Even that's not as bad as this, though, because at least that's like, <laughs> yo, the match is like, the door came off, and then like, there's, I don't know, but it's a cell. Like, you can interfere. Man, wrestling struggles to make sense sometimes. Anyway, conceptually. It just almost made us not be able to, like, there's just, it. <laughs> 
All right, so here, so, gun to the head. You're yeah. in the back. You, you would you ever approve that booking if you were Vince? And you're yourself. You don't. You're not Vince. You're not crazy like Vince or whatever. Like you know, you're you're yourself. I I don't even know what to do. Like I, I honestly, it's like in that you know, it's I. Mick Foley got thrown off the top of the cell onto a table. Okay, they brought him out. They brought him out yeah. in, in a stretcher. He got off of the stretcher and <laughs> climbed seen, back seen, up. He climbed yeah. back up the cage, and the match yeah. was still going. It makes no yeah. fucking sense. It makes no sense. It's not further than that. Yeah. It's and not. he's been choke slammed. He's been choke slammed through the top of it. Shane McMahon has jumped off it like seventeen fucking times. <laughs> it makes no I, sense. <laughs> it makes no sense. So I'm saying that like that. That actually, that part of it makes no sense, and it just makes no sense. It it was fu- truthfully. Why not just have Seth fucking like. Just walk out, or Seth wins, but he's like disgusted with himself. And then, and then, and then the Fiend give me like, "Hey, uh, I got exactly the outcome well, I wanted." You know what I'm saying? Here's the other thing I, th- you know, here's the other thing I thought of. What if that match led off the night, right? And that match, you know, Seth loses his mind, he escapes, or something happens where Bray, like, you know, walks out, and throughout the rest of the night, they can kind of like. Tell something, you know, along the like, where's Seth? What's going on with Seth? The, advance the story instead of just like ending the night that way. You know, like it would have been interesting to see if they could have did, you know, Be- right. Becky and Sasha and the main eventing and like, you know, like I, I just don't, I don't know. All right, well, Damn. I got two more points. Okay, right, here's another point: is they the the, the fiend character. For a long time, WWE has had these characters. They've had this style of character, whatever, like the Canes and the Undertakers, I don't know, the Boogeyman, whatever, you know, supernatural style characters. But they've never truly had like an actual horror villain, you know? Right. Maybe Foley? Like in his uh, mankind yeah. The original, phase? Yeah, the original mankind shit, I remember being freaked out by. Like, what the fuck is this right. guy? This is- right. Yeah. Right. But but okay, so we can talk about that. But if I've recently, so I, I, I I've been I got into horror fairly recently, which I've said um, yeah, I hate it. I'm like terrified of it. So. I, I don't do well with it either. But I now I have such a respect with the genre that right. I like it more. And I've heard some great arguments for why horror is a really important genre. Basically, like it operates on its own. It's fan supported on their own. It's separate from like the academy. A lot of great directors break in through horror. So it's actually a great, you know, um, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, yeah. Anyway, no, I get it. I anyway, but so recently I watched Hall- the Halloween movies. Like I watched like four or five of them. Wow. And, um, I, I never seen them before. But the thing is that Mike Myers, the character, is extremely uh, beatable. He's not that sh- he's not like super strong or anything, right? Right, but, right, right. But like, so like, you can like kick him in the face a bunch, or whatever. They throw him off. They throw him off like a balcony a bunch of times. He gets like blown up. Like he's, <laughs> he's like a dumb motherfucker, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. But he never does. Like yep. he never does. And like they throw him off a balcony and like he's down there, and then the second you look, gone. And you're like, what? He got up? What? And like, they successfully have blended that into this character. Like, he really has that trope of like, oh, he's down. Oh, he's dead. He's dead. No, he's fully fine. He's gone. Like, they have a lot to play with with him that I think is is very cool. Yes. 
And it's not just the scary character. You also then have the Firefly Funhouse stuff. So it's like it's endless right now. You know, it's like it's really, really unique and different. And I'm not ready to cancel it all or ready to ride on because of a finish at uh, a Hell in a Cell pay-per-view that was pretty much like, you know, there and they didn't fucking even book a card around the fucking whole entire thing that I'm not ready to be like doubting Seth and Bray Wyatt because of this finish. Like I'm not, I think there's still so much to tell and it's up to WWE to actually do it. And it's really up to WWE to let Bray just do what he actually wants Yeah, because he's killed it so far. It's been a breath of fresh air to WWE. It might've even actually saved WWE. Like it was one of the things that was Firefly Funhouse every week, was one of the things that was making keeping people interested and tuned in. It was definitely it the only good thing for a lo- for for the whole summer, yeah. especially on Raw. Like it saved Raw. Like three hours, you were waiting until ten thirty at certain points to just watch a three minute clip of Bray in a sweater. Like, and you had no idea where it was going. Yeah, and, and you can watch one one point someone had made at one point. Maybe it was you. Is that the arena is dead silent when the funhouse is on? They're watching yeah. the funhouse. Uh, here is another element of this. We're still talking about this. It, it won't. It can. It can honestly go on forever. I think both wrestlers came out the better for this match. I, if I'm a writer for the for a wrestling show, I go now. Everyone likes the now. Everyone's sympathetic to the fiend. He's the he's the uh, you know he's the evil evil face. You know. Right, right, right. And you've just solidified him more like that because a, a great way to get a wrestler over is by fucking them over in the booking. All, exactly. all, right? It's actually kind of true, yeah. Okay. <laughs> and then the next part is that Seth has been really boring. And so now yeah. Seth, as a guy who now has a foil and also has a foil that also makes him less popular. Like he's the face, but his everyone likes the heel more. Um, if they want Rollins to be in this John Cena role, which he should have over right. fucking Roman Reigns, who's a a, yes. a dud. I mean, it could, he couldn't have a convo with the guy. Probably, I'm saying yes. like, then he Ooh. needs to be hated a little bit. That's what that's well, what being the top guy is. And so, so now the, he has some controversy. Okay, so on that point. And I think this is important mm-hmm. is, and this is what I keep coming back to is that John Cena was able to handle all that stuff. Okay. He can come out to the John Cena sucks chance and he can spin it and that, and he's got thick skin and that shit doesn't affect them. I don't think that works with Seth. And you know, like when John Cena was coming up, you know, social media was still active, but like this culture didn't of social media didn't exist. Now it really is amplified to the nth degree. And I don't think Seth can handle this role. And if he's able to be okay with people saying that Seth Rollins is not cool and use it to his advantage, he's got the world at his oyster. Like he can really do something special with this. Or they're going to go into some kind of really crazy story with him and Bray and it's going to be super fucking cool. And it might honestly save Seth like because right now as Universal Champion has his reign his run been successful like are you uh, into it up until this point I mean I mean 
I, I, it's, I'm, I, I'm fine with it. I was more into the Kofi run, though, if you want to compare it. it you know, uh, I, yeah. Absolutely. And look what they did with that. They fucking squashed the fucking shit out of that and said, no. see you later, the, the Kofi. The problem with the Seth run, uh, yeah, is the fact that he, it's like he had no feuds. I mean, remember he had that, like, dip into AJ. Then his feud, then he had the, the, the angle of I'm, uh, that... I'm dating Becky Lynch. <laughs> right. That was, is, I mean, he did beat Brock twice in a pretty fucking convincing fashion both times. I mean, right. like, <laughs> uh, you know, it's, but like it hasn't been memorable. It hasn't been great. And if it's going to come to him losing his mind and Bray bringing out that, like that old Seth, like it's all, Worth it, you know. Like, hey, by the way, is Survivor all- Series not brand versus brand anymore? I fucking have no idea. Dude. I guess maybe we'll get more because then that means we would just see Seth Brock, right? I guess so. Yeah. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I think the last. I think all your points are pretty good there. I, I would say yeah. my last point about this match was AEW chance are so dope. Like, it is so dope that the fans now have an actual chant that will really get under Vince's skin. (laughs) Oh, my God. I mean... Because there is, you know, there is no WWE chant, you know? It's not like Raw, 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 or SmackDown, SmackDown, or WWE. WWE, no, no one chants that. Well, like, WWE is not a movement. It's a... It's well, right, a, that's why you got NXT, you got AEW, but right. there's no, there's none of that. Like, that's where WWE is really failing. You know, like they don't have WWE isn't like that cult brand, you know, where people like when you do one thing well, wrong, no, but it they're ruins not failing because the they have NXT. They've like it's, right, it's a miracle. They're able to create NXT at all. Yeah, yeah. Like, I know. You, you saying, watch like, NXT and you treat it like it's not like we, we treat it like it's not just an arm of WWE. It's like its own yeah, cool thing. It's own thing. And right, somehow right, Triple right. H gets to pretend like he's not Triple H. You know, it's like it's kind of amazing, actually. But it's a it's a huge it's a huge difference in like crowds and stuff. Like AEW fans are in ten thousand seat arenas, all chanting AEW right. during cool spots, during things. It's a it's a different vibe to be there and experience that. Like now, when something goes bad, they're not like booing. They're pissed off and chanting AEW at WWE shows. Like, it's fucking, that's where WWE, it's like people are failing to identify right. being a WWE fan anymore. Instead, they're just invested in the wrestlers, you know? So, like, you can love, you know, fuck, I don't even know. If it, you can love Becky Lynch. Becky Lynch, you're all, like, people are more in when a wrestler comes out and they're all behind the wrestler, but they're not really behind the totality of what WWE is anymore. Like, you know, that's, that's huge. That's different. That's why people are going and, and connecting to AEW more because AEW is a brand. It's right. a, it's a, the whole entire thing is there, you know, like you're going for AEW, not just to see Cody Rhodes Quick or question. not just, this, do you have more yeah. points to make or can we, should we move on to Hoobastank yet? Or- uh, you have more yeah. to say. I think you have more to say. All right, we'll push the no. Hoobastank. We'll, we'll, we'll definitely get to it by the end of the episode, though. Because, by the way, I, this I, is a Hoobastank yeah. fan podcast. I just want everyone to know. Yeah, no, I really would love to. I'm getting a lot can... of emails from the Hoobastank fan base being like, you're not covering Hoobastank enough because we haven't covered Maybe. them at all, actually. We haven't at all had talked about the lead singer. I actually, we don't know his name yet, even. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah. Uh, all right. Well, uh, yeah. Okay. 
All right. All right. Yeah. We'll get, well, at the end of it, we'll talk about it. Maybe yeah, we'll okay. sing. We'll sing off the show. Maybe. Maybe. Okay. Let's commit five minutes now to the end. We'll give him like, uh, at least. Yeah. Okay. Fine. Right. Deal. All right, well, that should I call this episode one hour of The Fiend talk? Uh, <laughs> Let's talk I mean, about The Fiend for an hour. <laughs> I mean, you kind of have to, right? You know, and are we are we done? Are we good? Because we're going to transition because I think there's a I one think, more really, really all right, important thing I that we need to talk transition, about. I was going to transition, but let's do it. Well, it's a transition into, into off The Fiend, but like this still, but it's like, you know, Raw didn't even fucking talk about it. <laughs> like, well, that's what I said. Is that they should have right, to, and that's what it is. It's like, well, wrestling is it never ends, and you can always it, you can the writing. It's it, it's live show every time, so the writing is on the fly. You're always you you can change it, and just to like not acknowledge anything that happened there is just <laughs> fucking. It's just weird. It's I mean, this episode of Raw had nothing to it, really. Yo, know, dude, my I almost had a stroke or an aneurysm when I'm like, I'm like, all right, here we go. Opening, opening uh, promo. What's it going to be? And it's the Rusev Lana Lashley set. Uh, yeah. Thing. And I'm like, you're not caught you up in that. I'm like, are you fucking kidding me? Like the most talked about thing in wrestling. Like, I, I mean, it's pretty. If you think about it. After that week of wrestling with AEW premiering NXT six show it's crazy. SmackDown thing, that at the end of the week Sunday, that they stole all the headlines like at the, at the end by doing something really, really yeah. completely opposite. Everybody's trying to wow and impress. And what does WWE do? They say, you know, Hell in a Cell do? They just say, uh, all right, well, we're gonna just do something to piss everybody off, <laughs> and then everybody's talking about, it, which is. Fucking crazy is wild because then you're like, all right, well, this is going to make Raw awesome. We're going to find out maybe Seth is going crazy or something. And they're just like, (laughs) the Rusev, Lana, Lashley fucking uh, thing that we're continuing from Raw from last week. I know. They should have known better, dude. But I I think that, (laughs) I I think that they still have an opportunity to handle it at some point. But I mean, it's just, well, yeah, yeah, I mean, they're just going to let it go, you know? They, uh, yeah. they just tabled it. They literally tabled it. They're like, you know, it's, it was really, it's a really, in, they got the draft coming up. You had Hell in a Cell. So, like, it's weird booking. Like, you don't know where these guys are going to go. Maybe they didn't want to have Bray be the champion because he's going to SmackDown because Fox decided to pony up some more money for Bray or some shit. We don't know how these logistics work behind the scenes, you know? Like, maybe they wanted to keep, you know, Maybe SmackDown doesn't want Fox, and they're like, we want Bray instead. So it's like, all right, so you don't know how this booking goes. But to fucking not give us anything on Raw, I sat around for fucking three hours. I'm like, what the fuck am I watching? (laughs) Why Uh, am I watching this? They didn't even talk about it. Listen, we're eight and a half minutes away from a full hour of Fiend talk. So let's talk about SmackDown. (laughs) Should we should. All right. Well, we have two choices here. Should we go? Do you got? Eight, should we go eight and a half more minutes of feed talk? Let's see. Do I have anything? Do I, do I have anything? I want to. Um, I want to be the we, wrestling podcast who talked the most about the fiend. I think. I honestly think. Uh, I think that's it. I, I think, think that's, that's it for me. I think that's it for me. Ultimately, the question is: the last thing I'll say about the fiend is. I uh, did you? Would you say if someone said, "Do you like that match?" Would you say yes or no? Uh, 
Honestly, I would say yes, because I'm not afraid to say I liked it. And, uh, you know, whatever. I mean, you know, if people want to say, oh, let's do whatever they want. I, I, I would at this too. Point, I, enjoy, I enjoyed it. There you know, was like, the, the, it's better uh, than... The fiend having the the fiend having the title is just is kind of a problem, unless they were gonna give him the title and have him just hold it for like a full year. Like, dude, I'm watching. It's on Fox, right? I'm watching the the debut of Fox and like the fucking way he debuted on Fox with the Shinsuke match and like Shinsuke's in the middle of the ring, Seth is up on the stage, he's attacking him, throws him off the stage. Fucking sick! It's yeah, sick. It was it's sick. Still, it's still sick. Like there's so much sick things. Don't let. What they did, do it. You know what? It's probably Vince's sick fucking mind to be like, fuck everybody. I'm going to shit on everybody just because I want to fucking end the week off with everybody talking about us. Because there was nothing they were going to do that was going to get them, everybody talking about how great WWE is. Zero. Nothing. Right. Not a single fucking thing. So you know what? Burn it fucking down. <laughs> yeah. They burned it down. They literally did. And they burned down the whole week and they shit on the whole fucking awesome week. Just because they can. And let's, you know what? It's crazy. Let's talk about SmackDown. So SmackDown debuted on Fox, and I was hunting foxes. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I, by the way, for the record, I was not. I had to go to my buddy's bachelor party, but we did watch it. But we watched I mean, it. I was in the most remote location I could possibly yeah, ever think of. And Staples like was you. eight miles from from my house. <laughs> dude, Dan, I mean, put some respect on it. You're calling him your buddy. And I mean, it's fucking Shabiro, dude. <laughs> oh, it's, oh, yeah. It's my best friend. And you guys know Shabiro, too. He's on the show. I don't know why I did that. But uh, anyway, uh, yeah. well, shout out to Lauren Moran for making our Bachelor, uh, bachelor oh, Club shirts. Official artist of the Communities Wrestling Podcast. Shout out right. Lauren Moran. She's the best artist. If you need an artist for anything, she probably doesn't even have time for you, but reach out anyway. She's the best. She uh, made us the shirts of his face in the Bullet Club, Bachelor Club. So good. Uh, yeah, check him out on my Instagram at Danbug Tag. You'll dig it. Um, I mean, you missed the rock eight miles away from your house. I like, know. I know. But I, anyway, I did watch, I did watch the whole show. We got to talk about the amazing. thing that matters the most is, uh, especially after that week, that week in wrestling, we had raw, yeah. we had, you know, we had NXT, we had AEW, and then we had SmackDown <laughs> and somehow the SmackDown entranceway blew my fucking mind. Uh, I mean, exploded. was that a piece of art? I watched that uh, and I was like, I, I literally just watching the pyro go off and, and, and the entrance ramp. I just go like, there's nothing better on television and, than pro wrestling. And it, wasn't, and it wasn't just the entrance to like that, just that. They got the grat. Fox looks fucking sick. Yes. Sick. The fucking graphics. Charlotte's entrance. I like, like, I like almost lost my fucking mind. They had the sparkles. <laughs> The, the, the drizzle, the sparkles, like well, holy drizzle, shit. Nothing better uh, than drizzle pyro, which is the, the Randy Orton with the, with, when he first put his arms up. I just think about drizzle pyro. But the it, funny thing is, I remember speaking of pyro before I forget this. Yeah. When Reigns come out, I was very much watching with a bunch of bros, you know. Did you scream? Because I screamed. Reigns came out and I just go, I'm like, guys, get ready for the best pyro of the night. Like, this guy's <laughs> yeah, going to, yeah. like, he's going to punch the ground and it's going to go fucking, like, and then it was, I was so right. No, yeah, he had the best pyro of anybody. Yeah, legit. Like, <laughs> it was so sick. And I was, I loved it. I I, I said it uh, the other day. I forgot what else it was on. Uh I don't know, whatever. It, oh, Helen Aselli got it too. And I was yeah. like, 
I was so excited to see him punch that fucking ground again because <laughs> it was. It's well, just I love the punch of ground thing. I just, I mean, I just, I don't like. I almost don't like anything about Roman Reigns at this point. Yeah. I just love that he's like kind of out of the way right now, but mm-hmm. he'll be back soon. Let's just get into soon. the main thing that matters. Brock yeah. Lesnar beats Kofi Kingston wow. in what four seconds? I want to say. Uh, do we have uh, an yeah, actual like, count? I think it was seven seconds. Okay, big major squash. I mean, if you looked at how much time is left in the show, you knew it was going to happen. Brock comes out. I called here last week. I said, you know, this was exactly what was going to happen. Brock was 100% going to win. All right, look, a lot of people are upset about this as well. I My stance on this is simple. No one, you know what I'm going to say, no one, no one is too good to job out to fucking Brock Lesnar. <laughs> Couldn't the, agree more. Bro, no, anyone. It just, it ha- it John just Cena really did it. Sometimes Brock Lesnar <laughs> gets you, and that's just the deal. <laughs> and it just really sucks that it happened to Kofi Kingston because before that, Seth beats Brock twice, and then he go, and then Brock, and then Kofi gets the result of that, and that really blows. It sucks. It sucks. It makes oh. really like it kind of makes no sense, but really, whenever Brock's it around, it always sense. reminds me of it. it, 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 it uh, like it, it, in my mind, originally, it makes no sense. Like where you go, you go like, oh well, you know, Kofi's been so strong in his run, and Seth's been less strong, but Seth's able to somehow beat Brock, and then you start doing the math there. And when you take yeah. a step back, you got to remember if you watch UFC, right? Like yeah. it, it doesn't work like that. It's not like because you can yeah. beat this guy, that uh-huh. means you automatically can beat that guy because that guy that yes, you sir. beat could beat that guy. Like sometimes there's bad matchups. This guy's got your number I mean, for whatever reason. So that you can't think linear like that. And also I, in all real fighting, you can just get caught. I got yeah, caught. And that's, Kofi is, got one caught. Of the best, one of the best matches that happened recently in UFC is Ben Askren versus Jose uh, Masvidal, and Askren is undefeated going into this match, hasn't lost, and he's been talking all this shit, and Mazdal hits him right in the fucking head with the knee to start the match off out cold. You know? Boom. It's over. It happens. And you know what? When it happens, it's really cool. It just really sucks it happened to Kofi. Anyone get caught? Also, like, Kofi's going into a match against a guy who's... He's never wrestled a guy this... This big, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. If you want to break it down, it's like Samoa Joe might be like pretty close to the same size as Brock, or or like yeah. if you're talking about size, whatever, he might be yeah. like McIntyre clean. Orton's pretty close to the same size as Brock. If you, but anyway, doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. Um, Brock is Brock is you know he's very wide and he has a lot of talents, but. Uh, yeah, his strategy was like, oh, I'm gonna come, I'm gonna throw my whole body at him. It's a risky strategy to throw yourself at your opponent, right? Agree. Yeah, we've seen it. Uh, Jose Aldo, Conor McGregor. He comes in, gets punched right away in the face. I mean, Brock yeah, Lesnar. His Brock Lesnar strategy in UFC has always been the run in with the knees. He runs right yeah. at the guys, and he lo- oh, he loses a lot. And especially if his finisher, like it's just really bad scouting by Kofi. Like his finisher is to get you up on your your shoulders and drop you on your fucking face. <laughs> he jumped like, into he a fireman's carry. Jumped into his into a fireman's carry. No asshole. Go for his legs or something, you know, like there's got to be better. Fun, you know, but in that moment, you can tell this is the only benefit that comes from it is that the, the, there's a really good redemption story there for Kofi now, you know, like build his way back it's up again. Happening. and go, But it's done, right? No, Kofi's going to drop uh, very far down the card for a while. 
But I actually think I, mean, I actually think they're gonna. Stuff. I actually believe they're gonna protect Kofi. Like I think they're gonna. I, what I think they're gonna do is they're gonna like do what they do with AJ every time, which is like, all right, we're gonna take the title off. Let's give him the U.S. title. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like they always are like, well, this guy's always the champion. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think mm-hmm. that he'll get some kind of like Baron Corbin. Like he'll be one of the guys who I think is kind of protected. Like they'll think of good stories for him. You know what I mean? I would love. Uh, Kofi I think they. Right. I, I really believe they they see a lot of value in Kofi now. He. I, I think. What, I don't think it's a Jinder Mahal scenario. Is what I'm saying. No. Yeah. 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 And his and his run was so fucking good, man. It was really. good. It was and great. He, and he, he just. Let's be real. Did we want him to beat Brock Lesnar? No. I mean, uh, no. I mean, at same time, yes. I mean, I could have. No, no. I, 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 I wanted I him to win. I would yeah, love I it, and in the moment, I would cheer like crazy. But I'm saying, I meant more of like if you were a writer, right? Then yeah. we lose no, no, Brock no. Lesnar, kind I mean, of. But, he like, loses you know, to like a couple of small guys. Listen, you know what I mean? I, I, this is, so we can kind of this. This is how it goes, though. Like you know, it's it goes Kofi getting squashed to get Kane versus. Uh, Cain Velasquez to come out versus Brock at Crown Jewel, right? I mean, this is why Kofi lost his title, so these guys can make money. And is that the match, Cain, Brock, I mean, Crown Jewel? So, is that so booked? Here, so here's the thing. They have a major announcement on Friday for Cain Velasquez, Brock Lesnar, Tyson Fury, and Braun Strowman. You know that's Saudi Arabia cash-checking fucking announcements. Wow. We're going to do that at Crown Jewel. You know, where else are you going to – it makes no sense anywhere else, right? I mean, obviously, fuck. I'm watching that. I, I mean, I, guys, I don't know what to tell you anymore. Fuck. I got no more protests left to be. They won. I've been beaten down to a pulp. Uh, I got to watch. Like, I really want to watch what Cain Velasquez and Brock Lesnar match looks like. You know, I mean, I mean I'm I mean, just going to be honest here. I'm watching that. Uh, yeah. I don't know what to tell you. I don't know what to tell you. I mean, I don't <laughs> like Saudi Arabia. I hate what they stand for. I hate the WWE does business fuck. with them. Again, I understand it. Again, like I've said it before, like, you know, I've never been in charge of a company and turned down 200. I've never thought about how that affects my employees to turn down $250 million when you're a publicly traded company. You know what I mean? So I I think sometimes like people get on their high horse and it's kind of like, guys, yeah, there's some we got to meet halfway here. Like you're turning down actual cash. You're taking money from a place. You're not giving it money. Right. You know what I mean? Like, like <laughs> if you want to get into it, like sometimes the government arms some of these places. The government sells weapons to some of these places. Anyway, whatever. The, the point the, the, the point is that I'm watching Brock Lesnar, K. Velasquez. I mean, uh, maybe talk me out of it. I don't know what to say, but I'm watching it. I mean, if you didn't, uh, if you didn't like see it, like because it's I'm probably going to be on. It. I already have the network. I already yeah, have it. And, it. and if you, you know, if it's on, it's on Halloween. So if it ends up like you have something to do, oh, I'll do it in costume. Tra- I'll do it. And then good. it's not me. I'll dress. It's I'll there. wear a MAGA hat. <laughs> and then I'll, <laughs> yeah. And I uh, know I go fake nose and mustache. I'll and glasses, dress up like bro. a Clinton. Oh, yeah, no. That's a good- <laughs> what do you say, Jamie? Oh, guys, everybody, Jamie's chicken's here. <laughs> Jamie's chicken's yeah. here. She wanted, God, she wanted was, everybody so to know. By the way, <laughs> I, I don't want to give – I'm not going to say too much about this, but, like, working on Jamie's television show, coming 2020, uh, I'll promote it a bunch on here. Um, I think it's going to be fucking awesome. One thing I'm that so we shot oh, yes. One thing that we shot for the show is directly uh, influenced by a WWE thing. That's amazing. <laughs> I wonder who had. I wonder who had something to do with that. 
That's not. There's all the info I'm saying. So there, there was yeah. part. There was an inspo element that had some. So we got a little wrestling in there. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, okay, here's the deal. Fair enough. So, all right. What were we talking about? Oh, Brock. Shit. So, <laughs> um, <laughs> look. People were like they did Kofi dirty. I, I look. I think they did him dirty for a little bit because I just, I just think he deserved. I think if you had to say, he deserved to get a little fight in on Brock. If I had to say, I don't think we needed it to be that. I don't think we needed uh, that. I mean, what would a little fight have done? I mean, I really wouldn't have done that. But honestly, it would have done a little bit if he just like, because think about everybody. AJ's beat him up a little bit. Uh, Daniel Bryan's able to beat him up a little bit. You know, Seth's able to beat him up a lot of bit. Braun Strowman's (laughs) able to beat him up a little bit. Like, everyone's, a lot of people are able to beat up Brock that are like, you know, so it's like, why can't, Kofi couldn't get one, like, take out his knees a little bit, a little bit, a little bit, and then he makes the big mistake of that jump and then he catches him and right. kills him. It, I think it would have even been better. You know? I actually Or if he you know what, if he came instead of just like jumping at him, imagine if he came out and tried to hit him with a what? trouble in paradise. Like did <laughs> Alright, my dog's acting up. He wants to, he wants some of the chicken. <laughs> Are you guys following this saga? <laughs> God damn it, Dennis. Dennis wants some of the chicken. Dennis the dog. Duh. I mean, obviously. Yeah. All right. What were you saying? So, like, imagine if he went for a trouble in paradise. Like, that would have been a cool way. Like, he went all, he went for his finisher in the first. Yes. And Brock just, like, kind of avoided it, stepped out of the way, picked him up, and dropped him. Like, don't just go and fucking jump on him. I mean, like, come it, on, It man. made like, Kobe seem like kind of an idiot a little bit. It, it just, it, was, it, it wasn't. Maybe get one trouble in paradise again, and it doesn't knock him out. Again, this goes back to the fiend booking. Like get Kofi getting done dirty also helps everyone still kind of dig him. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, he was gonna lose no matter what. Losing that terribly, people are gonna be like, oh fuck this. You know what I mean? Like yeah. and then I, they I just, still like Kofi. It looks it, the, the, I'm just so impressed by how SmackDown looks. So anyway, Cain Velasquez. Uh, so look Cain Velasquez, <laughs> I gotta say. This guy, I don't know why he doesn't oh, go to God. the gym. Here we go. I don't know oh, why he doesn't go to the gym. <laughs> he hasn't been to the gym since his UFC days. No, I, I know it's not true. That's just kind it of was, his. It doesn't available. He, that's just his body type or whatever. I he, mean, that's it's it's a bold it's a bold strategy to just rip your shirt off and come down like that. Bold. Well, he he's definitely in worse shape than I've ever seen him. Yeah, you know, I haven't seen him with his shirt off in so long that uh, I haven't seen him I, since uh, in shirt. Like yeah. he, he had the Brock fight, maybe like a couple of Dan, so, Dan, well, those he, Santos fights. I used to think he was well, he the man. Re- I was like, he he's so exciting. Wrestled, he also wrestled in that triple A match with yeah. Cody. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, I saw that. He did a Hurricane Rana. I mean, look, yeah. let's just talk about the storytelling element and like kudos to WWE for actually like yeah. doing something cool. The whole Rey Mysterio story from going back to him like, oh, I'm gonna fake retire. And then, yeah, oh, I came back, come back, come back, just to get squashed by Brock, and then bring in Ray to get his fucking. That was that's like really, uh, really. And Don it's K- his god. It's 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 Dominic's godfather. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like what? If that I don't know if that's kayfabe or what, but like like that's a cool like element. Like yo, we got you know. It's really you mess, good. You mess you mess with the wrong fucking family. You know. Yeah. Now you got to fucking pay. It's like some mob kind of shit. Like. Oh, okay. You want to beat us up and go after our family? Well, we got someone in our family who's gonna fucking 
who's the one man that you're fucking scared of. You know, like, what a right. coincidence. You fucking idiot, Brock. You thought you were coming down and fucking beating up these two little people? Like, nah, man, now you got to fucking... Now you got to pay your fucking debt, you know? Like, and uh, <laughs> I'm pumped for it because it is has it has some real elements there. So yeah, I think it's I mean, really cool. We're the kind of marks that will find that, like, find that like awesome, you know? Right. And there's, <laughs> there's not many people who were really entertained by it, but I, I, I am a UFC fan. I think it's awesome. I just know that they're going to waste it at Crown Jewel, but, you know, I'm still going to watch. Is, do you think, <laughs> is Kane signed? Is there any, like, thing about him? No, like- I heard he's not signed. I heard it, it just might be one of these one-off things. I feel like it's got to be like a one-off thing. I feel like Kane. You know, Cody. He has has no. He's never. He had no. He has. From my memory, his personality is a dud. Right. I. I, If I. If. I think so. Yeah. I know. In this. uh, I'm not sure how real it is, but I. I, This is what I heard, and sometimes you hear these things, and it's, it's true. But I heard Cody at the New York Comic Con said that like they were interested in signing Kane Velasquez, and then he showed up. You know that day on on that Friday because they were at Comic Con that right. day on Friday and then that Friday night he he showed up like there so it's kind of like you know yeah. it's cool that's cool that's fun that never happened before you know like it's a, it's a new like kind of yeah. thing that like exists you know like oh there's this guy out there who wrestles and Bro. now there's like bidding wars and shit on some wrestlers yeah. you know speaking of Brock uh, my buddy friend of the show. Uh, uh, Ted at wrestling for sale. He's been on the pod yes. before. Great yes. guy. You got to check out his Instagram at wrestling for sale. Okay. He got a picture with Brock Lesnar. Oh Mind blowing. And Paul Heyman, the Paul Heyman one. Fine. Paul Heyman is like, yeah, he takes pictures of people. With- He's cool. This Brock picture. It's Brock, like a perfectly showered groom, Brock, uh, groom yeah. Brock after his match in like nice clothing for him. Right. Yeah. Looking yeah. in the camera. With like perfectly posed with the title, smiling, smile, smiling, <laughs> dude. Can you believe it? After he just won the title, yeah, that's not normal. I can't imagine that's normal. I I think I heard someone someone tell a story like he was like walking out of there and someone was like, "All right, we got to do your media shoot." And Heyman was like, "We'll do it in Vegas." And Brock's like, "We're going to Vegas," and he's like, "Yeah." That was and Newman like, said that. By the way, happy oh, birthday to, to Alex oh, Newman and Aaron. And Aaron. And Jerk Mills is on Sunday too. It's it's a very a lot of birthday. Happy birthday to you guys out there, uh, Newman, who fucking is away for his birthday and couldn't be on the pod this week, which is a bummer because he was backstage at SmackDown this week last week. Oh my god, yeah, I'm, I can't believe I forgot it was him who told me. I'm just my Brian is my where, Brian. You, where are you at on backstage? I am actually uh, not interested. In it, really, I think it's cool just to be back there to see all the things that are going on, but like. I think that's where Newman was like really conflicted on like, is it cool to take pictures or is it not? Like, you know, you don't want to bother these people. Like, you know, for the super marks and, and like these like fanboys, it's like they're going to go up to everybody and just ask for yeah. autographs and take pictures. But for like people who know, you know, you know, I, I go to a lot of indie shows and I see, these, I don't like, I took a picture with Orange Cassidy because I think that's fucking awesome. And he's there, you know, that's what he wants to do yeah, in the indie first scene. Of, but taking like, a picture of wrestlers is mad cool. I would do that in a yeah. second. I want, I want pictures of wrestlers. I don't want to see them breaking kayfabe. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, this is what I'm talking about. That's what it's all about. <laughs> that's why, that's why you're conflicted. I told over you when I hung out with Becky Lynch, yeah. <laughs> it was part of me that did not enjoy it. I was like, yeah, yeah, she was so nice. <laughs> <laughs> she was a heel at the time. 
<laughs> and uh, there was a that's part of me. Cool. Yeah, that's what's kind of cool about like hearing the stuff about MJF. It's just like you know he's always a dick. You know, no, no matter when he like where he is and shit. And it's it's enjoyable. <laughs> yeah. Hold on, text him with a note. Uh oh, what is he saying? It's giving you headaches. He's, I don't know, he might be in Canada, who knows. Uh, no, ba- Baggy was very cool, but I, I really like like seeing, like, you know, I like, I, I don't need, I don't need to go, I don't want to see the fucking Mickey with the mask off. You know what I mean? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> I, I, but I do want the pictures. Like, I want to take a picture yeah. with the wrestlers. <laughs> like, I, I, you know what I mean? But, but uh, I'm also like, I don't know. You would have shit your pants if you would have been able to take that picture with Brock Lesnar. You would shit your pants. Well, uh, honestly, it would be it would be mounted. Uh, <laughs> Brock Lesnar is a fucking hero. Whenever he has the title, he looks amazing. I, I don't know. I love Brock Lesnar. I, mean, I think he's the best. He's just gonna be perfect on Fox as the champ. He's the fucking man. He's one of the best wrestlers ever. Get out of here. Anyway, um, let's talk about speaking of best wrestlers ever. The Rock shows up on SmackDown. And oh my god, look, dude! Look, we talk about the Rock. What 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 can you say? What can't you say? I mean, he's got like a whole new charisma about him too. You know, it's just like this the winking into the camera now. It's just like, God, like I was like, I I was like just I was laughing out loud and just I was like in love. I felt like I was in love. I was like, oh my God, it's The Rock. Oh, he's the best, and he just he just nailed it. And dude, the guy hasn't been in the ring in how long, and he just comes out and cuts a fucking promo off the cuff no problem gets becky over dude but becky so uh becky lynch i feel like i want to say that i actually think not friday i actually think sunday hell in a cell was the day where i was like becky lynch is locked in as uh Uh, locked in as like just one of the best of all time ever to do the thing uh like she uh, uh, where i was like like she really is like it's not, she's she's the number one. She, she's the number one. Uh, all the things she needed to do. I don't know what do. to say. I don't know the number one what, no. but I was like, she fucking, uh, like, she, she's I know the she's, the company. She, she's the she face is. of the company. She's been figuring it out. Like, it's always been like yeah. a thing where I'm like, I know this is good, but it's all, it's always like a little off. Like, and, and kudos to Sasha Banks for bringing it out in her. Yeah. You can't, uh-huh. you cannot negate Sasha uh-huh. in that, in that That's way. That's it. That's the one. That's it right there, dude. But Be- Becky in the cell, she her outfit was amazing. Sick. I was Sick. like, that's the outfit you wear. She had the cuts perfectly down. She looked fucking awesome. She looked so confident, and the match was like a great match. Yeah, it was sick. Like I, I was, ho- I was like real into that match, and it was like, it was like they were doing some badass spots, and uh, uh-huh. I was just like, man, Becky, you cannot. You cannot argue with Becky Lynch. She's there's, earned her fucking stripes. There's nothing, literally zero. Fully clicked uh, in. Yeah, like everything, you're like, oh, uh, she needs to fix fix her outfit. Boom, fix her outfit. Uh, she's a little slow in the ring. She needs to pick it up in the ring. She's fucking killing it now. She's like, her moveset, everything's quicker. She was always like a little slow. Man, I'm telling you, whether it's working out with Seth, doing the CrossFit stuff, I don't know what it is, but she's like, Real solid. Everything looks intense and strong. Uh, she's nailed her look, her persona. She's able to go toe to toe with The Rock to open up Fox. With the great one. I mean, but wait, toe to toe is definitely an exaggeration. Uh, not, but, a, no I one mean, touches The Rock. I mean, it's I just, know, but it's like, just, she <laughs> held her own, man. Like, that's supposed to be, 
that's the spot, dude. Like, that's the spot that every wrestler wants to be in. There's no other spot. You know, you can main event WrestleMania, good, great, grand. You know, but when you're in good, the ring. Good, great, grand. <laughs> What's that from? Good, great, grand. <laughs> it's, uh, I, think, I think it's uh, Tommy Boy, I think. Yeah, uh, yeah, I, yeah, 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 yeah. I think it's, yeah. wait, or is it Billy Madison when he's like getting the, the bus? And, but it is Chris Farley. Uh, it's, it's, yeah, no, it's, uh, he's getting on the bus. Yeah, yeah. when he's the other kid. But <laughs> no, like, that's, that, that's it, dude. I mean, like, <laughs> it's true. We're, are we a Billy Madison uh, and Adam uh, uh, Chris Farley, uh, Chris Farley uh, podcast? Billy Madison's so funny. Yeah. <laughs> See, sorry you brought it up. I just think about it. Um uh, Yeah, so I, I drew the duck blue because <laughs> I'd never seen a blue duck. <laughs> That's it. And hey sideburns. Hey sideburns, you want some of this milk? Yeah, great. <laughs> oh. Dude. It's just it's everybody peeing in their pants. Yeah. All right, yeah, go. Go. You go. It's just it's just it's just awesome. Dude. Your pants I'm just, the coolest. Yeah, yeah. I like, oh my God, I'm the looking Drake at her right Robert. now. She's on the blue carpet, Becky Lynch, in a, yeah. on a suit and tie, and she looks insane. Well, hey, yo, like, and let's, can we compare that to ba- to Bailey for a second? Yeah. <laughs> look, look, look at, look at, this just makes me, I just, when I see a wrestler sometimes, I just want to be like, you need to go home. You know, you need yeah. to go home and think about what's going on here. Look at the fox red carpet, the blue carpet. Yeah, I didn't even see what she look looked like. Ba- Bailey standing with Sasha, and Sasha isn't like the fucking straight up like ba- full boss gear, like the most ma- king, like macho king outfit you could think yeah. of. I mean, there might be. My guess is, I might guess there's twenty thousand jewels on this outfit. <laughs> I would say, <laughs> I want to say twenty thousand. Yeah. All hand sewn by her husband. Her husband, yeah, <laughs> the poor guy. Um, okay, yes, yes, yes. More jewels, more jewels. <laughs> And then Becky Bailey's next to her in just like black fucking BCBG dress. Mm-hmm. Like it has nothing to do with her gimmick. It's like here, yeah. just just Bailey in like a dress. <laughs> Look at it. Do you see? You it was funny. Like, what are I you saw, doing? I, I saw Bailey like in videos, like uh, like after, like I guess it was after the Fox premiere or whatever the fuck it was, yeah. and she was out partying in like a backwards hat to like stupid like you know mute like punk rock like music like acting like a kid i'm like oh this is bailey like i would enjoy bailey much more if this was how she acted like a little shit eating teenager fucking annoying piece of shit friend to sasha banks you know like that's it bitch the fucking blow it all up it's time blow it all up all right let's head blow over anything up. uh you got anything in merch corner hitting any merch or you're on a merch freeze right now I'm on a merch uh, freeze right now. I've uh, I've decided to pull back. I have so many, so much gear. I'm really just waiting for like cool pieces that I like. And I've, it's very tough. Man, let me tell you, when something spicy comes out and yeah, I yeah, say yeah. no to it, it's it's not easy, dude. It's really not. And everybody else is ramping up their merch game. Like <laughs> people are buying, people are buying shit left and right. Well, you want to hear what my next item is? Oh yeah, yes, saying? I can't. Oh yeah, come on. My next <laughs> item is I, I I'm gonna get that uh that rock chalk line. Oh, the 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 the, the, the one that looks like one of his five thousand dollars shirts. Versace, the yeah, the Versace, Versace shirt. Yeah. 
Yeah, I love yeah. it because you, you know it's kind of ugly, which is that's one of my boxes that's to be checked. I like uh-huh. my merch to be nice and trashy. Yeah, um, and I just, I just, I do love you, it. Do you, do you, you own a? Uh, do you have a new chalkline jacket though? I don't know if they're no, different. I, I, only have, have the, I, I only have the Ultimate Warrior one from like the uh, like ninety two or something. Bro, I rock the Undisputed Era one to um to what call it to uh, Comic Con and yeah. people were like like losing their minds over it. It was like a huge hit. That jacket, yeah. and it's so comfortable. I need to get that. I need to wait get, I need to get the, the rock one. Wait until, um, wait until, whatchamacallit, um, you can hold off. Um, Black Friday. They usually run a pretty sick deal on Black oh, Friday. Really? Good, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I was going to get the Seth one last year because uh, it was like cheap. It was like 80 bucks, but I just fucking didn't do it with the 30% yeah. off. But yeah, yeah, yeah. I think I think I ran. I think I want to um, get an undisputed hoodie at some point, but I got burned by the fucking, the the fiend hoodie. It's so yeah, bad. Uh, right. Uh, what about like, uh, yo, oh my God, you haven't seen it. Uh, the new Moxley Can I talk hoodie? about that last week? The fiend hoodie? How it fits Dude. terribly? Yeah, you said it was like cut okay. like for uh, the fiend. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's what I said. Oh Dude, yeah, see I am funny. That is funny. You Oh my god, you haven't watched I you haven't watched AEW and NXT. You're going to really really love it. But Moxie has wait. a new Moxley has a new hoodie. You're going to buy that hoodie. Guarantee it. Okay, here's the 100%. thing. I saw Moxley enter. He did like a Goldberg entrance, but I didn't see the yes. match yet. And I was yes. like, "Well, you know what? That's fucking cool. Someone is due Yo. to just steal that, right?" And, and then I gotta he say, did, he uh, looked awesome. And like, I, as the guy who shits on Ambrose the most, uh, yeah, I was like, yo, he, he looks cool. He rocked the trunks. Yeah, I love on. You know, I love on these. Oh, bro, you're gonna lose your fucking mind when you watch AEW. <laughs> you're too fired you know up. me. You gotta calm you down. Know me. Put your head in the listen, sink, bro. Put I, your head in the no, sink. No, no, no. Let me mark. Let me mark out. Let me mark out. Let me mark out. Because uh, listen, right. I've been. This isn't. Listen, we'll do a little I think preview I, of the Patreon app. It comes out I, on Friday yeah, no, morning. No, so there's two things I still want to talk about. One is let me let me just like mark out a little bit because okay, everybody says I'll everybody always says go. That, go okay. Uh, yo, I was I've been critical about AEW. One of the points I one of the points I used to counter the brave finish was hey, well, guess what? Fucking John Moxley came down last week in AEW and interrupted a six-man tag match, dragged Kenny Omega out of the ring, and DDT'd him on a fucking coffee table, and no one fucking said shit. That's a disqualification, like, yeah, okay? that's where a coffee table goes. <laughs> in the <laughs> arena. Was like, like, everybody's like, that's cool. Why is there a glass fun, coffee right? table in an arena? So the double standard is so fucking funny, right, when it comes to that shit. So yeah. I've been like, I will say it. I'll be honest. I've been like, all right, AEW, last week's AEW really didn't blow me away. I was like, but well, I'm going to give this time. That's the line. You got to give it time. It's just starting. It's right. going. This week of fucking AEW was sick. I had the double rig set up, both volumes well, on. Oh, rig? Yeah. So, humble brag, 70-inch TV I had NXT on. Wow. Yeah, 42-inch TV I had Fucking AW on. Wow. It really, oh, so honestly, for you, it's a matter of inches. It's who. It's a matter of inches. It's, yeah. it's, so right now, you have the it's 42 the and the, the 70, right? So that's. Yeah. Uh, uh, I can't do that math, but I think that's 28 inch differential. No? Yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So you, right now, it's it, it, like. So AW won the week this week. Next week, they go on the 70. They do. Yes. Because last, <laughs> week, NXT, last week, NXT won the week. Right now, yeah. this isn't sliding NXT. This week NXT was really fucking good too. Really good matches. Yeah. Tell- I don't know how they do it. Every title on NXT is relevant right now, and they're somehow also building like number one contender matches for the mid cards and right. stuff too. It's sick. Well, so- the weird thing is, like, I'm so I'm so much more excited to watch 
AEW than NXT, even though last week I probably liked the NXT show more. Right. Well, at the same time, like I've also been watching like NXT every week. I run the threads. I'm so into it. I know the yeah. storylines. I'm like now, like it's on live TV. So it's like I'm investing in. I'll do it. But like what AEW did this week. When you you're gonna fucking scream when you see Jericho and hear this promo, oh, you're we, gonna scream. We gotta wrap you're this gonna, up because I gotta I gotta yeah. watch this. Okay, we'll, we'll so, keep going. Then, we'll keep going. We'll keep going. So so that's that's all. I'm just marking out because you know what? I gotta give credit when credit's due, and I, I'm a very honest and humble person when it comes to this. AW blew me away this week, and I am. Well, here's so, why I knew it was gonna be the good. Mon- the Wednesday night because they established the Jericho real. stable. Like, oh I knew God, when dude. they did that at the end of last week. I said it ended well. And then this Just, week I was like, oh, Jericho has a whole posse. And then their Instagram wait. account, it, it set that up. You know what I mean? Just, I was like. Just fucking wait, dude. Just wait. Ju- yeah. It's, you know what? AEW, I realize this. AEW is, is like the American version of New Japan wrestling. Like, you know all that stuff that you can't yeah. get into New Japan because it's overseas That's and you don't know what I was just about to say, yeah. Dude, it, it, I heard you kind of say it, and I was and I thought of it earlier yeah. today. Like, after watching this week, I'm like, holy shit. Well, like, we're my mind, like, New version. Japan is like, I'm like, not, like, I always have, like, when I wasn't watching New Japan, I always felt like a lot of guilt. I'm like, fuck, I gotta be watching. And then I'll watch and I'll catch up. I'll check, watch an Osprey match, check out what Okada's up to, uh, check into the yeah, G1, dude. try to try to understand how the G1 works, never success, yeah. never succeed. And then, <laughs> but now with AEW, I'm like, oh, you know, New Japan's a thing I'm it's, just not gonna be into. You know, they, they're following the New Japan, New Japan blueprint with, like, so much. Like, the entrances, like the volume, the new Japan, really that made sense. New, it's the new, new Japan, Japan plan. It's, it's the new it's Japan. New Japan. New, new Japan. They're following yeah. the new Japan. The new following <laughs> the new Japan. <laughs> it makes it can't make any more sense. But like, it really is. And like, like the tag matches are absolute chaos. There are no rules of tag matches. What yeah. I learned in AEW. And guess what? New Japan is the same way. I, I love it's that. We, we've argued about that. I love it because it makes the Bucks and, able to just do their thing, and I just want to see the right, Bucks do their know, thing. There's, there's. There's a happy medium, you know, and sometimes they do stuff. that's a little too goofy and telegraphed. It's like, oh, we're all going to stand here. And then it's, you know, they're all going to jump. But, you know, so that's like, what happened in the eight man tag right. match in the in AW Dark. They had like Lucha Bros, but uh, you know, I think the Bucks, Private Party and uh, Angelico and whatever the fuck they are, uh, the Lava Lamp Boys. And it was like, all right, we're going to come into the ring. Super kick. Super kick, right. jump out the ring, jump out there, and everything's going on. You're like, this isn't even a fucking match; it's just a stunt show, you know. But right. like, it, it 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 transitioned better into the show tonight, and it's it's sick. That's cool. Um, I think private parties are really whack name for a tag oh. team. Um, I think you should call bottle service. Bottle service is pretty cool too. They <laughs> they did something cool with their entrance tonight, which yeah. like kind of made it fun. They're it's like, a private they're, party. They're, it's like we're a private party. It's not, I I kind of think about like oh we're just closed for a private party tonight. Like it doesn't. It's like they need to if like, they're gonna <laughs> call themselves that. They yeah. gotta ramp it up big time. Yeah, I need yeah. security. I need no one getting near them. I need girls coming in to like hang out with them and stuff. Yeah. Like you're gonna be a private party. You gotta be a fucking private party. Like you gotta turn it all the way up. And then the, the the last thing I want to talk about is, dude, I'm a total divas market. That show is fucking electric. Wait, no, and I know. No, you're are you you're a total you, total divas market. 
I'm a total, total divas mark. Yeah. Uh, like, we were doing live threads on Tuesday nights now. I'm fucking, fuck. I well, that's so on the Facebook fucked. page. You got to join the Facebook page. But honestly, I, I mean, I, well, that's crazy. I've watched Total Divas before. I enjoy it. I mean, now that Ronda's on it, I'm pretty inclined to check it out. <laughs> um, yo, you, if you love Ronda before, you're going to love her now. Like, she really dives into her personal life. Well, she she's she's got a farm. <laughs> She's got a farm. She talks about like growing up and the thing, all the struggles in her life and the things that she went through that like got her to where she is today. It's like really, really awesome to see. But then you flip the fucking script and you're getting like all this behind the scenes, uh, like drama that's going on at like the shows, Royal Rumble and fucking, uh, you know, uh, um, whatever that other fucking cage show was, uh, Elimination Chamber. And like, it's, you're like, you're getting work the whole entire time. You know you are, but you're so fucking, it's crazy, dude. And it's very entertaining. I highly recommend it. Join us on Tuesday nights, 10 o'clock. Ani, let's go. <laughs> I mean, I, I can't believe you. I can't believe we had time for that, but uh, uh, <laughs> uh, let's go into my top five. What do you want to hear the top okay. five? Oh, yes, 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 yes. All right. Oh, well, uh, Donnie's top fives. So Donnie's top five, is that what we called it? Donnie's I don't know. Top I've never, five. I've never uh, given it a name. Donnie Capri's top five E's. Um, <laughs> uh, okay, so this is through Hell in a Cell or Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Okay, go. I want to hear. Uh, okay. You start at one, right? We'll start at five. Okay. Five, I, okay. I, I've been starting at one, which was just makes no sense. But yeah, number five, coming in at five. The Rock, a non-active yeah. wrestler, <laughs> a non, <laughs> not, not even active. And by the way, let me remind everybody well, how my top fives work. They, there is no, there is no rubric. This is just all feels, baby. This is like, this is what I'm choosing. And so, anyone the, who's uh, upset, like, oh, I don't like this ranking system, like, just relax. It's, it just makes no sense. It's, uh, just, to piss, just to piss some of the haters off, because we got a little bit of that that all people do on the pod is agree with you. I'm gonna agree with you here and say that is completely justified because the numbers. <laughs> Wait, are I fucking, saw that. No, yeah. I, I saw that. I was like, oh, that's funny. No, it's it's funny. It's yeah. funny because it you know. But the yeah. number, it's completely justified. He because he showed up and it was on Fox. Those numbers were through the fucking roof. It was more than all the shows combined the whole entire week. Like. They, yeah. The Rock deserves it, dude. I completely can defend that to the moon and back. <laughs> number five, The Rock. Yeah. All right. Number four, Chris Jericho. Keeping him at number four. I have not seen AEW, by the way. It sounds like I, you, I might be moving him up. Very all the way to the top, probably. Okay. Well, we'll see. I haven't seen it yet, but uh, this mm -hmm. is just based on I I I've moved him down no. a little bit because I felt like his AEW. I felt like this is based on the first step of AEW. I felt like he, yeah, didn't, yeah. he didn't do that much, really. But um, right, yeah, and uh, but he's still a strong showing. Not enough to fall off the list. All right, number three, Roman's pyro. <laughs> I, you know, what? I should start doing more abstract stuff too. I think you're yeah. right. I think like, you're right. I, like Actually, the, I'm, like gonna, I'm gonna make an adjustment on the fly because of this. Okay, the, ready? The, the SmackDown set should be. That's like up what there. I'm gonna do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Because uh, the only reason why I'm saying this is because literally Roman's pyro right. on the SmackDown I'm set. Scratching, just I'm bumping Jericho to number six. Number four, the SmackDown's entrance set. <laughs> <laughs> Is number four, okay? 
Wait, why'd you bump Jericho down to six? Because you can't put Rock to six? No, because I think the three, two, one spot is locked in. Okay, fine. fine, fine. All right. Number three. Yeah. The Fiend Bray Wyatt. Fair enough. Uh, he still did great work, and I think uh, you can't blame him for that booking. He still did a fucking great job. There's no way yeah. that character is leaving the top five right now. That's just the deal. Fair enough. Number two, Brock Lesnar. Yes. Brock Lesnar. Yeah, Do I need can't. to say anything? Uh, <laughs> I mean, no, Brock he, Lesnar. He's Brock Lesnar. The only, He's the, the only reason uh, you were when we when I put up a top five like on Friday. No, I wasn't trying to infringe on your gimmick. I think it's just no, a really... No, everyone's allowed to get into top five. Maybe I think it's a, very, it's a very good limit. It's, it's a really important thing now. Like, it's hard because that five spot, like, I, I cheated a little bit and went, you know, Cole and, you know, whoever it was on five. Uh, Cole and Jericho on five. I, you know, I you slid in and you, you can get six to tie for five. But well, uh, uh, sometimes I do ties in the five spot. Yeah, that's that's fine. I think that's okay. Um, right. I don't know where I was going with this, but yeah, but yeah, I mean, uh, Brock Lesnar, you were like number one, but like for not him, for him not being like at hell in the cell and then not Monday night raw, it kind of loses a little bit of his mojo from everything that he did. So yeah, number two, cool with it. I agree with you. He, yeah, I had him number one last week because he, just, yeah. he, 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 stole, <laughs> he stole the week. Yeah, he really did with the Dominic stuff. And then, and then the squash sick. Oh, uh, Oh, Guys, so just to fill you in before we do the number one spot, there's a little <laughs> chicken left over. <laughs> oh, sick. And Jamie, there's one, how much is left? One wait, wait, wait let, let, let the people know. One wing. Yeah. Half a biscuit. Ooh. Quarter of a breast. Okay. That's, and that's it. It's not you bad. That's not bad. Yeah, leave it out for me. I'll eat that. Okay. That's not bad, dude. Okay. <laughs> What's she yell? Dennis. <laughs> Always being pissed because you're locked in the room, right? He's trying so to check I'm in the office. I'm trying to get done. I'm trying to do work here. Okay. All right. Number one. Number one. The number one. I mean, this is no surprise. Yeah. The fucking the man, Becky yeah. Lynch. You know what? You know what was cool when we didn't talk about it, but on, on her promo on Raw, I think she cut. They. Uh, who? Wait, was it? What was it? Ms. TV or something? Where he was interviewing them, and he's like, "You're on the cover of, you know, you're on the in the commercials, on the cover, on the magazine, all this, 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 this." I'm rattling off on stuff, and you're like, "Oh shit, Becky Lynch is the fucking, you know, it's official. Becky Lynch is the face of the company. She's doing everything for WWE. She 100 percent deserves the spot. She kills it. Uh, yeah, I, it's it, Jamie. I what are you gonna, doing? Hold on. We're trying to end the podcast here. Jamie, what are you doing? <laughs> what? There's been an incident? He chewed this, and it was a full bottle, and it's on your side of the bed. <laughs> <laughs> what oh, are you? Really? Yeah. My dog. All right, everyone, listen. My dog got a full bottle of water, chewed it on my oh. side of the bed, and now my oh, bed so is soaking wet. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Dennis. Looks this like I'm like sleeping the... on the couch tonight, folks. Yeah. 
You heard it here second. No. No. He's like, <laughs> Dennis, get out of here. All right, this is unprofessional. Guys, you got to support us on Patreon. We need it. I, I need a proper rig here. I just lost my bed. I mean, come on. <laughs> Patreon.com slash comedians of wrestling. Becky Lynch, the man at number one. And, and with that, Tulo, I just want to say, I with you all do. the wrestling, yeah, I want to say fuck you, <laughs> goodbye. With all the wrestling we watched this week, we covered like three things. That's how nuts the wrestling is right now. Uh, yeah. There's so much, and uh, that is why we have the Patreon episode. So uh, we got to talk about a the way we like to cover stuff. We need a little more time. Check us out. I'm, We're going to be talking about AEW Dynamite. Uh, that'll be coming yeah. out late tomorrow, late Thursday night. Friday available Friday morning, and we'll be talking about NXT. Um, yeah, I'm so excited. And, I cannot, Dan. Honestly, I've never been more excited for you to watch anything. Really? Like you know, you know, I, I'll I'll send you Instagram things and whatever things to watch, or like, oh, this match was cool. Yeah. I I'm telling you right now, I know what your your thing is, and you're gonna fucking lose. Chris Jericho has reinvented himself. Once again, and this might be the culmination and the best version he's ever had. I will say, so when I was at the bachelor party, uh, I showed every, we were like, we had to drive uh, uh, pretty far and we were like showing each other videos and I showed everybody Jericho, uh, the little bit of bubbly, but the full video of him walking in the back with the title and everybody was cracking up. Like he it's was so killing. He'd just be like, "Oh, what are you idiot? What are you looking at, you idiot? Yeah. You fucking but Dude, stupid hair." Wait. <laughs> it's it's amazing, and it's funny that you say that because right now is like yeah. the best time to get get your friends like back into wrestling and show them shit. Like all I had to do was my one friend actually just got a job for WWE, and I was like, "Yo, dude." You're gonna be working there. I know you you haven't been into it, but you should watch it. It will make your it will make you a better employee at WWE. He's doing like digital content and stuff, and. uh he, I showed him, I said, put on Matt Riddle versus Adam Cole. And he was like, holy shit, this is awesome. And then he was watching SmackDown. The Rock was on. Right. It's so easy to get people back into wrestling right now. Show them the stuff. Like, like this is, it's the best time ever. It's so, I had to yeah. teach someone what uh, being a Mark is. You know, it's like. <laughs> Mark, Mark, it's Mark, a, Mark and Marcusry is Mark in full effect. <laughs> uh, all right. Uh, uh, in the non-wrestling uh, wrestling corner, yeah, <laughs> I just want to say I did it. I'm obsessed with Steve Perry, this the ex singer of Journey. Uh, I, I re- <laughs> okay, I've pitched that we need a gimmick of his and the thing. Listen, if you got time and you're like feeling like going down a YouTube dip, just watch some live Journey from like '81. I okay. want to say, all right, and just watch this guy. This guy. I think it's harder for him to speak than sing. Like, <laughs> he, yeah, this guy is, is such an incredible performer, and is, uh, just fucking check him out. It's <laughs> and he he looks kind of like a doofus. It's just he's very unfunny, but he's very just check it out. Yeah. Right, I had to say, I, I mean, I, I went down a whole dip just being like, I'm in heaven. I was just dancing. I'm just watching. I'm just dancing to be like, this is a, this is my element. And I was so inspired. Every time I watch something like that, like a performer, I'm always like, how do I bring this into wrestling? You know? Yes. Yeah. And I still think we need that wrestler like a Swayze, like a like a guy who just like knows how to treat a lady. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. I still think we need that wrestler. I, maybe I do a hybrid there. It's kind of like. Uh, a, uh, 
Yeah, who could do it? I don't even know. I can't get into all that. I'm yeah. like, you know, my brain is on brain. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, there's so much, man. Anyway, guys, it's- I feel like we got to end it here. We're, we'll talk again tomorrow night. And I, I'm going to literally go put on AEW right now. Um, I, but everybody, oh, me. shit, dude. What we happened? Fucking, we don't have enough time for Hoobastank. We found, uh, I found time for, for Steve Barry. Show me what it's worth. <laughs> no, there's no time. Stop it. There's no time. There's no time. Everybody, I've listen. Calling in the dark, looking for the answers. Oh, uh, yeah. Okay. And that's just, that's the only thing we've, we've only, we've only covered crawling in the dark really on this episode. We haven't, because we, yeah. on, on this pod, we haven't got far enough to really dip into their have catalog. Have you ever seen Hoobastank? Have you ever seen Hoobastank live? I don't have time to. We'll have to talk okay, about that on right, another right. episode because that's a, that's a really long story. That's a really listen. Long story. This is great. Just tune into the Patreon episode, and we'll we promise you, <laughs> like we promised, we were going to review uh, blockers, and like we promised you, we were going to have. The Wait, have set we never schedule. done the blockers app yet? <laughs> never done the blockers, and you now, you know, I was going to say it. You're like, all right, next week we're going to start the regular schedule for the pod. I know. And we said it for four weeks straight. <laughs> <laughs> the thing is that hey, it's gonna that we, the next the next schedule does start next week. Okay, it yeah. does start next week. We had people out of town. It's <laughs> an issue with the studio time and then our schedules. Changing all of it for wrestling, it's fucking hard. There's a lot of it's, wrestling, and they have to be prepared for. <laughs> These episodes, and uh, uh, in the meantime, you get me. And then it turns <laughs> out it's Aaron it. and Anosha's and Aaron and Newman's birthday on the same day, and these. Oh my god! And they celebrate their birthdays hard. So anyway, look, whatever. What are we gonna do? Okay, these yeah. bronies. I mean, hey, I listen, love them both. Great. They're they're a, b- yeah. a bunch of great folks. Okay, folks. Yeah. Um, yeah. So, but the uh, episode, ne- starting next week, <laughs> Patreon episode will come out Friday morning. I'll cover AEW Dynamite and. NXT Dynamite, uh, <laughs> NXT Dynamite, and AEW Dynamite, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and I the just, main I app just, comes <laughs> out Wednesdays on your way to work, and that'll cover more pod. WWE we're centric. This, we're ending this pod the same way we started it off. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, oh, I forgot how bad the beginning of this pod is. <laughs> Whatever, uh, whatever. I'll talk to you later, Go man. fucking, dude. Go listen to a podcast that's perfectly produced. These guys got nothing on us content-wise. These guys nothing. are like, oh, well, excuse me. Here's the reason that's not a five theory match, sir. Can uh, you believe? Can you believe how they ended that Hell in the Cell with a no contest? It's oh, like, well, I. the thing is, I didn't like that they had the red light in the ring there. I was trying to watch the Hell in the Cell that there's too much of a red light. me. You're like, no, oh, it's fucking some guy like that day Vince is like go get a red light <laughs> I want that ring red <laughs> and, well, and I love thinking about I'm gonna watch it the kayfabe it's like why is it red like it's clearly just a light bulb but it's like no the fiend can't be in regular lighting or like it's like yeah. he sent his henchmen to Home Depot <laughs> to pick up <laughs> some red bulbs uh, he went to Michael's. He went to Michael's to get the saran red saran wrap to cover all the lights in. Yeah, and then like when the <laughs> fiend, the fiend lifts his head up, and you're like, "That's his spandex chin strap that keeps the the, 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 the mask on." Yeah. You know? uh, Dude, do me do me a favor. Just text me like while you're watching AEW because there's so many things I need. Yeah, yeah. I, you're gonna lose your mind off of. And yeah. With that being said. Fuck you. Uh, I'm out of here. coming out next week at uh, about this time. And uh, I'm not kidding. <laughs>
I don't know what I'm doing. Uh, uh, this, is, oh, this is the worst pod we've ever done. This is the worst. <laughs> All right. Oh, I've, been trying to, I've been trying to end it for you for like fucking Anyway, everybody, thanks for listening. Go support the show. I need support in more ways than one. Patreon.com. Pick up a shirt. Rate us five stars instantly. What's the big deal? It's charity at this point. It's nice. Uh, and uh, spread the word. Tell people about, about the podcast. And uh, hey, Tulo, thanks for sticking around. And uh, <laughs> hey, <laughs> let's talk. I'll talk to you tomorrow. Anyway, okay, hey, everybody, good. cheers up. Keep watching wrestling. Kisses. Comedians of wrestling. I listen up Wednesday. This has been a UCB Comedy production. Check out our other shows on the UCB Comedy Podcast Network. 